You are listening to the Stronger Together Experience. My name is Dr. Matthew X. Joseph, and my goal is to meet with educators across the globe and learn from them, learn with them, because I believe being stronger together allows us to collaborate and support one another's growth. So join me in this episode and all episode to learn stories from educators in the field sharing their experiences to help us grow and become stronger together. Remember, when we work collaboratively, we take our story and make our path and journey one to learn from. So as we move through this and listen to our stories, remember, we over me will make us stronger together. Right, here we go. We are in our second episode of the Stronger Together Experience. And I get so excited when I see that opening and seeing all of the people that I had the good fortune to connect with at events or work through work or just having a friendship with some of them. And it really brings me, you know, inspiration and, and joy. And, and seeing that for me just says, this is why we're doing this. And today I'm extremely excited because we talked to someone from where that kind of mindset started. Springfield College in 1989 rolled into that place from Pittsfield High and was like, what is going on? And I get into an NSO group, a new student orientation group. And from day one, I was connected to 15 male students, 15 female students. And for a week, we just got to know the school, got to know um, our, our colleagues, our classmates and friends. And from that moment on for the next four years, really embraced that um, mentality, mindset. And to this day, at 50 years old, I'm writing books about it. And I think that that's critical as we talk through. So seeing that was was just, that just gets me excited as we kick off this. But before we do kick off, I always want to thank the people that make this possible. I want to thank Bulb and Swivel, our sponsors. Make sure to check them out on that website. This uh, podcast is part of the K-12 Leaders Network. Um, it's an amazing group of people that we're continuing to grow from across the globe to just have chats and do similar things like this because we need to stay connected and we need to build up those um, partnerships as we move forward. So as I said, uh, I'm bringing somebody on today who is a fellow uh, elementary school principal. Not that I am currently, but I was, so I'm always going to... Uh, really associate with those and, and really align myself with the elementary principals because I know that role and I'm thrilled to have him come on because he's also part of Springfield College alumni so we can talk a little bit about 
good old Springfield birthplace of basketball and talking about the stronger together mindset. So I'm going to welcome in Craig from, I'm not even going to tell you where he's from. I'm going to have him talk about his kind of road to in, in education. So Craig, thanks for joining us today. Matt, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. No problem. So that, that's your lead in, man. Tell me, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and what your role is, how you got here and what you're doing now. Well, thanks. Um, my name's Craig Vogt. Uh, I'm an SC grad, 91, grad at 93. So yeah. uh, Matt and I go a long way back. So it's good to connect again. Um, I'm in Bergenfield, New Jersey. Uh, this is year 26 here in Bergenfield. And I am the principal. Well, already got your fan club here, Craig. One minute in and you got your fans here. I like it. <laughs> so, go ahead. Hey, Mel, nice to see you. That's uh, Mel, is, Mel is jumping in. See, this is how we do things, Craig. We just jump in. This isn't like Christmas. It's podcast. live, right? It's, so it's live. It's live. This is how we roll. Uh, Mel it. from uh, outside of the States. Always good. So you're you're saying you're from Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Um, live in Westwood, New Jersey, and I work in Bergenfield, New Jersey. Uh, this is year 10 as principal here at the elementary level. Uh, I've done a little bit of everything in Bergenfield. Uh phys ed teacher, a dean of students at the high school, uh, supervisor of art, music, phys ed. I was a director of an alternative school. And then lo and behold, this opportunity uh, opened up and I stepped into heaven, Matt, honestly. This nice. is a, it's a fantastic spot here with a great group as a staff and tremendous kids and tremendous families here that make up our school. Awesome. And now, were you a phys ed major at Springfield? Yes. Um, and, I, and I kind of took a roundabout way throughout throughout at Springfield. My master's is in physical education. And okay. then uh, I started back here in Bergenfield in 96 as a phys ed teacher. Awesome. So you can follow Craig right there. Check him out on Twitter is kind of how we started to re reconnect again. And um, it's funny because you're talking to a former elementary principal, a current elementary principal, and we both were phys ed majors um, as we entered college. So I know we have a lot of friends that are in that profession. Two of my best friends right now, Tom Fennessy and Mike McKeon, are still teaching physical education. And it's, a, I think, a big part of who we are and, and, and the leadership that we bring. How did that help you get to kind of where you are today? Oh, gosh, you know, it, totally. I think, think the concept of being able to control so many people at once. <laughs> right, because we didn't have the same class sizes as, as, uh, as teachers, right? We got 50. Just throw it, in. Right. And, and we find that outdoor voice and, and that, we could, that we could garner uh, attention pretty quickly. Uh, and, then, and then probably one of the big, biggest things that helped me was when you, when you're in a school setting, you have all the kids and you got a chance to know all the kids, which was such a great thing where you can develop relationships and you could really watch and be with them as they cycle through through an elementary school, which was great. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. And I think it definitely talked about, you know, being you had to plan, you had to be ready and you had to just be ready for to be super flexible. And that's what we have to do as administrators each Without and every day. And, and those are the things, like you said, that, that flexibility that we've learned throughout our teaching career has helped tremendously. Totally. Absolutely. So we talked about Springfield College a little bit. And again, I bleed maroon between Springfield College for my undergrad, Boston College for my doctoral work. So I say I always bleed maroon. But we hear from day one about our humanics philosophy of the, you know, 
healthy spirit, mind, and body. How did how did that shape you as a young educator, and then now as a school principal? Well, that, let me tell you, the humanics philosophy hits you right in the face as soon as you walk walk <laughs> on campus, right? Uh, coming from a small town, you immediately start connecting with people on campus. When people are saying hello and they engage you in, in, in the relationship building at Springfield starts and early on, A, and they start getting you into the classrooms and they start really talking about the importance of the helping profession, servant leadership, and getting out yeah. there and, and really seeing the whole person. And it's not just an academic piece. It's not just a physical piece. It's that emotional tie-in now. And think about what we're dealing with now, Matt. The, the times that we're in now, how relevant is the humanics philosophy now? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, It's needed now more than ever. A hundred percent. And as you transitioned into working with with families, you know, you think of having that that mentality is only for teachers, but how did that help you when you were transitioning into a leadership role? Yeah, and, and that connection, that that connection concept and that relationship building concept tied into to the leadership role that we're in now for the fact that um it's it's a heck of a lot more than academics <laughs> here, especially at this sure. level. And, and you want to kind of know what makes people tick and, and what, what are kids' lives like at home as well? What are they doing outside of school that they're ultimately going to bring in those experiences into our school? And those conversations and those meetings that we have with parents, and you can remember them too, oh, gotcha. as an elementary principal, are so vital where we're, we're, we're trying to think about how do, we, how do we make the experience of school that much better um, and, it, and it's and it's so integral to to know that uh, th those kids experiences, you know, outside of school as well. So the relationship building over the 10 years has really helped. And especially in the last two years, being part of the pandemic here, this is why this is why you and I really start talking a lot more about the stronger together concept is we need our families now more than ever to really be with us shoulder to shoulder during this whole process. Absolutely. And and I'd love for you to share a story. We were kind of chatting before, you know, just catching up, kind of going through some of the things we would, you know, talk through. And you were really talking about how you used, you know, Stronger Together isn't something I just made up. This is something that's a movement. And I just tried to bring yeah. some examples and kind of what I tried to do. How has it resonated with you both pre-pandemic and post in, yeah. in the work that you do? And, and, and the pandemic really slapped you in the face about trying yeah. to make sure that we had that tie-in with families. We would, we would work a lot, you know, about parental involvement inside the school and outside the school. But then when, when the shutdown happened, we had to communicate somehow. And so we were trying to, you know, it's funny, right? We did all our, our teacher, you know, PGPs at the end of the year. And every teacher would, would always talk about, I, I have to make sure that I'm better with, with you know, technology. Oh, bang, we got to figure that out right away. Right, how about it? Right, right. So one of the things I did as, as, as principal was uh, over my shoulder here where you see improving every day. Oh, yeah. That sign used to say, together we can do anything. The fact that, you know, my morning announcements that I used to push out through Screencastify uh, to talk about what the day looked like virtually, 
we would end it always with, remember everybody, we love you. Remember together we can do anything. And, and I wanted that mindset to resonate throughout to say, you know what, no matter how crazy this is, we're going to be okay because we're together. And, and that's, that's something that, that, you know, we, we, we really value greatly. Absolutely. Well, uh, Mel, just threw up another, uh, another thing, Screencastify. Tell me, tell us, tell the viewers about your big uh, Screencastify promo here. <laughs> so I'm sitting here the other day and I get an email from Screencastify congratulating me that I was like one of the top two uh, recorders here within the district here. And <laughs> I've given it probably one second of thought in this process. But that's, that's how I do my morning announcements every day. Where we're where we're pushing out whose birthday it is today, what's happening specials wise, or you know, right. who can use the field and all that stuff. So that's you know, it's a good plug for Screencastify, and it's the easiest tool possible to use. It's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, and if you ever want to be a sponsor, Screencastify, come see us. You know where to find that's us right. this year. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so one of the things that um, the comments are coming in is that together we can do anything. The the other thing that always fascinates me. And again, you and I at a young age, you know, at 18, we're, we're immersed in a collaborative culture we're, we didn't have a choice. We stepped onto a college. We, you were with 30 other people. They gave you a little hat, a little beanie to wear and said, you're wearing this weekend and you're immersed in it. Um, but we see in our profession, a lot of people who are not. And how have you kind of encouraged that in your school to try to build up that collaboration, build up that camaraderie? What are some of the things you've done as a leader? Uh, you know, and, and this is not only me, but this is the other principals across the district here. Uh, we, we try to put in, well, it's try, it's in. You know, we have daily common planning time per grade level, which is nice. I'm, I'm fortunate that my building is, is I, got, I have two sections of each grade. So, so I can, it's easier for me schedule-wise to do it. Mm -hmm. um, we do a lot of, of uh, Google, uh, Google Drive work, Google Classroom work, where teachers share information through Google, which is another, another tool that, that we've gotten so much better with since the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we'll try to schedule time where we'll have uh, district-wide grade-level meetings where, where all the you know, K-5 teachers can spend time together. Like if I host a grade or another school hosts a different grade, when, when we can get together and collaborate and realize that, you know, wow, you know, Matt's doing something really cool over at, you know, his school. I want to, I want to go take a day where I sit with him and, and see what, see what he's doing at his school as a third grade teacher, let's just say. And, and we have that freedom to be able to do that and learn from one another, which is a lot of fun, especially for the teachers to say, Hey, they, they have the freedom to come to us and say, Hey, you know, can I get two subs here, me, so my grade level partner and I can head over to this school and just spend the morning with, with their grade. You know, yeah, it's so important as, as we do that. And you know, one of the other things I wanted to share is that that's not easy to do, right? That takes courage, that takes risk, that's um, vulnerable. And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you into the mix because I don't know a few months ago you decided to jump into this thing called the Codebreaker Innovators Lounge and you started to meet people from across the country. And then when this you know I launched this, you were one of the first people to sign up. 
And, and, and it kind of came up about the Screencastify that this is one of the first things you've done, this kind of yeah. online interviews and, and different things. What was it that you were willing to take that risk to, to join this kind of global collaboration with the Codebreaker Lounge or coming on here? Because often we talk about successes, but sometimes we don't talk about the risks it takes to get there. It's a great question because it was funny. I started following you on Facebook, and, and this is right when Making Connections was starting to come out. Yeah. And I came home. I had my secretary buy your book. Nice. Like, and I came home with Making Connections, and I go, Shaq. Remember Matt, right? This is his book he wrote, right? <laughs> and she's like, no way. I've seen that guy passed out. You probably wrote him up as an RA. Like, no way. That can't be. <laughs> so, so you know, I read the book and I'm like, I'm like, I love it. He, he, he gets it. He's, he's right. You know, he's right here. And, and uh, I said, I got to reach out to him because that's when I was trying to get you involved with our leaders to leaders group. Yeah. Yeah. Power yeah. connections. That's how it works. That's it. That's it. And that's where that's where it kind of melded for me to say, not only are you onto something, it's not rocket science, but what you're what you're no, but what you're talking no. about. No, but what you're talking about is the right stuff, you know? And and that is that is something that got me going. And then I really got a big charge out, out of jumping on the innovators lounge the times I could. So so you can look and listen to what other people are doing. Right. You, know, right, you listen right. to Brian and you listen to Frank and you, and you listen to some of their stories. And you're like, yeah, these are these are like minds. And, that, and, and you got to be you got to take a risk to learn. Yeah. No. And, and, and one of the other things I think and, and for me, especially. And I'll say, you know, Carl, who I who I'm now incredibly friends with, and, and Brian Asmel, who I talk to almost every day, who I'm incredible friends with. And I look at them, I was like, wow, they're just regular people. Like we're just regular. And, and and I think sometimes people don't have that kind of mindset of like reach out, like talk to us. Or, and and I do the same thing. I get like, whoa, this is this is pretty pretty cool. And then I meet somebody in an event, and I'm like, oh, okay, nice to meet you. We hang out, we chat, and I think your kind of example of that, of, of how that works. I was thinking about this earlier is, is I've, I've really read more. I become not such a Twitter neophyte mm -hmm. you know, as I was four months ago. Uh, but just, just our conversations about how you use Twitter to, to learn and, and connect and, and do all those things is, is such a powerful tool especially if you dovetail it with what we do constantly you can feel like we're on the hamster wheel a little bit. Right. 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 And, and, and it's like, how do we get off the hamster wheel? How do we look at this? <laughs> you know, how do we look at things totally differently here and try to think of the experience of school in a way that's best for kids and that it, that it is different because if we don't change the hamster wheel is going to keep churning here and that's Absolutely. what's going to drive people out. Absolutely. So 2022 is coming around the corner. And I know there's a lot of things we can kind of get worried or concerned about. But one of the things I want to talk about with with you before we head out is what's something you're excited about? Like what's something you're like, you can't wait for this to, to continue or start or what's something exciting? And I think part of the lounge got me fired up about this when I heard <laughs> I, I God's honest truth. God's I believe truth. you. I'm, I'm thrilled. I laugh because I'm like, these little things I think of on my ride to work and, 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 and it gets people thinking is great. Right. Is 
you know, and I had a great conversation with Frank uh, on the way to pick up my daughter from Siena. And we we're talking. He's like, how are you going to get the voices heard from your kids? Uh-huh. That's right. And, and, and him and I kind of played this whole scenario out together on a two-hour ride up to Siena. And it was such a great conversation here that we're laying the, laying the groundwork to try to get kids in leadership roles, especially at a young age. How do we do that? You know, and and that's what I'm that's what I'm excited about moving forward here. Giving like fifth graders, they've they've got thoughts, they've got feelings, they've got ideas, and and it's not just bell to bell hamster wheel stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, no, that that's awesome, and that's how ideas start. Like you're talking about that, and my mind goes to imagine if one of your kids was the first student we bring on here and talk about how they've done something like how cool is that like we have these tools and resources to to make these exciting things happen and we just we just have to do it like we just have to have that confidence to 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 move forward and and do it and and to think in terms of if we don't solidify the social emotional piece on our kids right so 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 the spirit piece in our kids that that you and i did so much work on in school yeah yeah. uh, you know, if we don't solidify that foundation, I mean, the academics are going to struggle because we're going to be dealing with some of the behaviors. We're going to be dealing with some of the some of the stuff where because kids are hurting. Yeah. You know, how do you get kids back acclimated to living together? I mean, it's a tough ass to have five and six year olds to live together for six hours a day. Right. No. And it, it's, you know? it's tricky for sure. So, uh, Craig, I'm going to get you out of here on this. I'm going to ask every one of my guests because part of this is not just for, for me to talk at folks. I learn so much every time I meet with people at events, at the lounge, uh, online. I like to learn from folks. And I know after writing the book, Stronger Together, many people have reached out and said, this is what I think, this is what I think. And it helps me, me think and grow as well. So if I ask you what the mindset, a Stronger Together mindset means to you, what would you say? I think it's I think it's the mindset about self-improvement. I think it's a mindset of learning from each other. So what am I going to take away from the people that I connect with? Like I, like I like I said before, what I took away from Frank and Brian and 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 what what your message is and how you're trying to connect so you you can become a better educator. Uh, we're trying to do that inside the building here. So you, so you look at it and we talk together as a staff about Every time we we meet as a group, we get better at something. Every time that I do an observation, I become a little bit better of a teacher because I'm taking away something as a teacher. Right. And that experience of collaboration and the observation or the evaluation process, you talk about ideas and you become a little bit better because you're doing it together. This is not the principal telling the teacher what. It's a conversation. And that's that's. That's the best part about the observation process is the conversation piece of it. When when you can when you can get enlightened or you can learn about, wow, I love that. I love what that teacher did. Or if you can say, hey, it's one day. Let's take it. Let's kind of twist it and look at it from a different lens. And we, we just get better. And that's that is in its simplest form, like the stronger together idea that you're not in this alone as a teacher. We're not in it alone as principals, right? Because it can get lonely in this in this office when, when everybody's gone, right? Yeah. So 
And so we connect like like we do, getting together and we talk about how how are we getting better as, as leaders? Absolutely. Well, it was thrilled, it was thrilled to have you on. I'm psyched that you you signed up. We got you on quick. You're still in the office. So I want to get you out of there. I want to thank all of the folks who were, were listening. Follow Craig. You see his uh, hat, uh, Twitter down there. It's a great follow. Connect with him. An amazing leader. And thank you to our sponsors, again, Swivel and Ball, for making this possible, making it an opportunity for me to reach out and you all learn from, from the guests we have on. So, Craig, th- thanks for coming on. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. All and right. Well, I hope you have Christmas. All right. You too. I hope you have a great uh new year and we'll be connecting and for all of our uh, viewers out there remember it's we over me and stay stronger together It is such a pleasure and honor to learn from educators around the globe. Make sure to continue to tune in to our audio podcast and check out our video podcast by visiting xfactor.link slash experience. I would love to hear your story and share with other educators around the globe.